0: I don't know if Jimbo's right in the whole Saban deal, and and here's why. Um, let's not forget that Saban also, in the same breath, kind of runs an old folks' home for uh, beat up football coaches. I mean, mm. uh, you know, I, w- I and here's why I w- I say that. Go to Bill O'Brien and ask him ask ask what you yeah. think about him. Go to go to you know Mike Stoops. These guys. Have gone to Alabama. fully
1: rehabilitated and, and, and through and the anybody, Nick Saban car wash.
0: Anybody that gets their ass fired for not doing well, they seem to go back into the Saban car wash and they spend a year down there in Alabama and then all of a sudden they're rebranded and they're, they're hot again. Lane and, Kiffin. Sarkeesian. Yeah, Sarkeesian, Kiffin. Sar- I mean, all of these guys.
2: Hey, everyone. I'm Madison McMahon, a professional cheerleader for the USFL, and you're listening to the Patriot Sports Radio.
3: This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. (laughs) Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric. John, Chris, and the coach.
1: Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I am your host. We're all counted for today. I got Chris right here. His eye on the various meters, screens, gauges. John is thousands of feet above sea level out in Denver, Colorado, and yet he remains grounded. John, buckle up. We're gonna attack Chicago Sports today. Coach is officially on summer break. He's not thinking about anything but getting out to the moon tar for the Kiger tonight. Everybody gonna be there. All right, all right, all right. He's also decked out in his Orioles gear. I see. He went overkill on that. Quick shout outs before we get started. Wolf of Oaklawn at Wolf of Oaklawn on the Twitter gave me all my preakness picks. We're gonna get rich today. Don't forget the preakness stakes today. If you're a degenerate, you don't check out after the Kentucky Derby. Shout out to the W7 podcast, the Whiskey 7 for the autograph merch on the wall. And did you see that sign on whose desk is it? The sign, it's a little needlepoint sign that says your excuses are lies. It's the only thing on his desk. I want one of those. Also love those guys. And the Blue Collar Enlightenment show, who I just learned about, also sent us a shirt. And that's pretty sweet. So thank you, guys. We were talking about uh, what they got going on. That sounds like an interesting show. Question number one. You need to survive outdoors for a full day. And the only food group available to you is candy. On this day, you'll be in the sun, oftentimes employing problem-solving skills, critical thinking. You're also going to walk five or so miles by the end of this thing. What candy are you choosing to provide the sustenance you will need, Coach? Pass. We'll come back to you. Chris, you
4: look excited about this one. What is your answer? I'm going with a nut roll or a payday, however you want to call them. The generic has a little bit more peanuts a little more protein, and i'm going to try to get the bang for my buck here i'm not looking I'm looking for a little bit of sugar it's got a good inside sugar it's give me a keep me a good boost of energy in my insulin right, but I'm also going to have as much protein as I can get in that five miles and that's wow. what I'm looking at. You were ready, and that is an amazing answer. <laughs> I was going to say
1: Snickers for the peanuts. That's just, that's just what, but everything you said, because my, my there's answer.
0: Yeah. But there's yeah. more peanuts in the other one. And we, yeah, we want, you want more maximum protein. Maximum
1: protein at the, at the end of this day, you're going to be the one who's standing. But up you
0: guys right. are, you guys are uh, discounting the undulations. You said, sun. you said five miles. I'm thinking you can't go. You can't, you can't go full oh. candy bar. It's going to melt. Be no good. Okay, so Damn, coach, I'm,
2: going warheads
0: or what? So my, well, I mean, my Snickers <laughs> with the chocolate is is doubly it's, bad. It's out. It's out now. Yeah, now it's Chris. A terrible choice. Now Chris's I'm answer is that. right on the money because let me just tell you that sucker is tried and true. You can go through the desert with that, and it's going to be just fine. You go through the desert with that, and it's still as hard yeah. as a rock. Hey, I I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta call uh, your 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 pick. Eric is no go. It's a no good. You're gonna have to re- redo. You're gonna have to go a mulligan on that. And you guys the
2: really The sun's barely this up, and I'm
4: regretting my choice. Wow. John, what do you got? Hey, uh, <clears throat> my first thought. Hey, full disclosure, though, guys. Full disclosure. John Eric did Joe not tell me this sweet- before. He guy. had
1: that shit ready. <laughs> yeah. I had all day to think about it, and I came up with Snickers bar.
0: He, you know, candy bars, its own candy bars, its own thing. Now you, you're going candy bar. We're going totally different. That's next level. mm Hmm.
4: I'm a candy guy, but you want to talk survival? Hey, I, I'm into survival too. I made it 45. You Set years. a record today. Set a record today. The oldest that you've been? I did. I set a new that's record it. today when I woke up. Love it. Me and Sweet Tea. Love both. it.
0: Oldest that you ever been? Right now today. <laughs> first day of the rest of your life, my man. Enjoy it.
2: So you guys really thought this through. My first thought was Albanese gummy bears because they're the they're my favorite
0: candy. Oh, right. Wow. Those are because there's that some that's crappy that's that gummy it? bears out there. I'm going to tell you right but, now, I have a gummy bear incident that, that is tragic and almost oh. almost cost me a good pair of shorts. <laughs> let me tell you, do n- never go with the sugar-free gummy bears. That is not. No, no, no. That, I've done let, that. Let me tell you, that is a time bomb. You give that to oh, yeah. your worst enemy.
2: I did that at a, a beach house in uh, scenic Cleveland. Uh, I was in a, at a beach house. Beautiful this time well, of at year. At least it's I, not
0: Detroit.
2: The Browns. I was at, <laughs> city of light, city right. of magic. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but I was a guest at a friend's guest house uh, on the beach. Oh. In, what is that, Lake Erie? And mm-hmm. uh, I had about a pound of sugar free. And let me just tell you, oh. it's just it's just air flowing through you oh. in a painful way. But but my back to the original question, my mind immediately goes to what's the worst thing you could possibly have? And my 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 thought on the worst candy would be fun dip. Could you imagine if you dip. got stranded and all you had was fun dip? I mean, you could probably carve a shiv out of the stick because oh. it's
0: just chalk. But then you
2: just got powder, <laughs> and you're already dry oh. mouth and dehydrated. Oh, <laughs> hey, kids
0: today will never know the magic of the fun dip. They won't. They don't yep. get it. They don't understand. That yep. was, man. That was big time. Big time. I couldn't back believe in it was legal. That, that was. Can't believe it was that, legal. Pixie sticks and fun dips. Woo! All it is is colored sugar. <laughs> Amazing.
2: Yes. You are playing Curious a triple ball. header in t-ball today? Have yep. a fun dip in between. Fun dip it. Oh, you're, you're good, ready,
4: dude. Couple big league chews out there, yeah. and you're good, yeah. Your absolutely, you want to know why we all have fucking a back <laughs> teeth full of metal fillings, yeah. Bun dip in Mountain yeah. Dew. That's why <laughs> real cold. The reason Joel I asked Cola. is because you guys remember that. This
1: is oh yeah. man, we the drank jolt. my buddy Eric and I drank Jolt Cola till we puked one day. They almost they started our money making on it Joel illegal Cola and fireworks. <laughs> I mean, that's a top five day,
0: absolutely. Jolt <laughs> Cola.
1: The, the reason I asked this candy question, and we are a sports show, not a food show, is because yesterday a tweet emerged from Will Brinson, and upon further review, these statistics are from 2008, but they're no less impressive in 2022. At the PGA Championship uh, at that time, in 18 holes, golf legend and national treasure John Daly consumed 21 SIGs, 12 Diet Cokes, and six bags of peanut M&Ms. You notice what I did not say in there is water. Zero mm-hmm. ounces of water. That's incredible. I spend my entire day, how much water did I drink? I should probably go get some more water. Oh, I need to stop and get water. I can't leave the bottle in the car. It's going to get hot and release the uh, the cancer and the plastic. <laughs> I'm always thinking about water. This guy doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. He's He's amazing. I think maybe we've been lied to by big water coach. You coach. What do you say? Do you, is it time to cut these kids off water? Start giving them Diet Cokes?
0: Yeah. Water's unnecessary. It's a, it's unnecessary <laughs> altogether. It's a sign of weakness. We don't need it. I mean, I, I think, uh, I think the days of, of, of hitting the water is, is, you know, water bottles, water, you know, hydrate hydration's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, out on, I'm out You'll on hydration. Nike swoosh on it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <sighs> hey, Chris will remember this. Remember the old the old PVC pipe with the holes drilled in it. Yep. That, that and 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 they, they would run it through there. A hundred percent. Yep. Hot as Satan's yep. crotch coming out of there. <laughs> yep. Just made poop mud
4: everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. Big big mud hole, <laughs> and you couldn't get, Could, you couldn't, couldn't get enough of it. I, remember,
0: up I remember drinking from that thing one August thinking, have I ever drank so much water that I didn't want to drink anymore? I think the answer was no that day.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, can I? Can I tell? I thought about this during COVID when we were all six feet apart with masks on, and we couldn't use. And I could. All I could imagine, all I could remember, was my sophomore year, of uh, two days at Guthrie, Oklahoma, on that fucking dried ass fucking field with a ten foot PVC with seventy drill holes drilled, and I'm at the very end, and there's fifty guys down the end of that, and we're all drinking on the same piece of PVC with our mouths on it, and I and nobody nope. even thought nothing about it, and at the end. I'm at the end. I'm sucking spit you were glad yeah. to that's have it. That's all I'm getting. Glad by to have it. I'm not getting no water. And I was glad to have it. And we were glad to have it. Get off my lawn oh, with your hydration man. bullshit.
2: Oh, gosh. Well, oh, Bull-
4: yeah. That's true, oh. though. It's a true story. Drink yeah, your the spit The 90s were different. It was a different time. Move moving, it moving down 10 yards. That's run the drill again. Skip.
2: Yeah, that's
0: right. Yep.
4: Take a knee. Swallow oh. your spit. Do it again.
0: <laughs> oh man <laughs> i will I, hey honestly i'm uh, bringing it back here on a on a real deal is, how do you uh, bring this back to anything <laughs> uh, kid, you know it's amazing it's amazing that i i literally have to tell kids to hydrate during the day when it's hot outside and uh the other day we uh had a little kickball function or whatever <laughs> kids were dying it was it was it was 88 degrees outside. Kids were dying. And I was thinking, man, I'm just thankful when I pull into my neighborhood and see a kid on a bike now. Cause I'm like, I want to get out and shake their hand and go, you're, you're, you're doing it right, kid. Uh, but you don't want to be the creeper. So I just keep driving and <laughs> <I> usually honk. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know how
1: to transition from that to NBA playoffs. So I'm just going to say NBA playoffs. And I, also, the only thing I've, I've typed up here is the Bucks lost. So I've checked out.
0: Hey, for so, the record, John, for the record, sir, at the beginning of this, who did I tell you was going to be in the finals? You didn't tell <laughs> I forgot. Was, come on, guys! Center. Damn it, <laughs> that was a home run. <laughs> 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 Never mind. You did you
4: call it? I thought you had. You I thought you had <laughs> Memphis, no. and
0: no, I, I like Memphis, but I told you it was going to be the Celtics and uh, Golden State. Oh that yeah, could be. That That's, right right who took. That's who it took. That's who it took.
2: <clears throat> Guys, the, there's some weird stuff in the NBA where every night's a blowout. Now they're not even close yeah. games.
1: The team that lost last night wins by 25 tonight. It's wild. Are they taking? Is somebody on the take? I mean, I'm going to say it. I've heard the zigzag theory. What what's going on with this, John? What are these? Well,
2: what the that's heck? where that's where I I just watch and I, I'm confused because it seems like one team doesn't show up ever since. Um. Now I'm blanking. Wow! Ever it since seems like the, Golden uh, State the
1: decides second round, to just call in one day,
0: well, it seemed it seemed like that blowout with uh, with the Celtics and Bucks. It was that that blowout that one, and they nobody everybody made a big deal out of it, and now all of a sudden we're getting them every night.
2: Yeah, and then all culminating with Phoenix, you know, just really shitting the bed. But <clears throat> you know, I I loved all of the series leading up, and now it's kind of disappointing to see it because it seems like one team shows up without any schemes, any defensive schemes, and or the other team shoots lights out like last night. That was kind of the case. Um, I think everything, once we get a little bit further, because now we're past game two, I think things will probably get back to normal where there's actually competitive games because this is just crazy. Um, and it's not necessarily because of injuries. I mean, a, a player or two will be out. I think a couple players are out because of Covid actually, or something like that, but um, yeah, it's. It, I haven't been quite as engaged watching twenty-five point blowouts because it's like, what's the point? I'm just going to wait no. till uh, inside the
0: NBA after and then hear what Chuck has to say about it.
1: <laughs> Absolutely,
0: that guy's awesome. By the way, he is. If you could pick a yeah. guy to have a have a cold one with, would he not be in your top five? Oh, oh top maybe five, him top and Daly both. How would that roundtable yeah. the discussion be? A lot of, oh, a lot of golf. A lot of beer. Yeah, absolutely. I know I like his theory on so- dieting.
2: <laughs> Anyhow, go ahead. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think Golden State will still emerge from the West. Uh, the East is pretty up for grabs. You know, it's two kind of similar scrappy teams with the Heat and the Celtics. I, I think the Celtics are a better team, but I don't know. The Heat can't really quite count them out. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, they're scrappy. They seem to have taken on the... Uh- the personality traits
0: of their star player. They're a gritty team like Jimmy Butler. John, yeah. I'm ready to uh I'm ready to step out on the limb. I'll take the Celtics and give you the field.
3: One right. one unit. Ooh.
0: One unit. Okay. <laughs> one Colorado unit. Put it up, Put it unit. down. Put it down. Yeah. <laughs> we need a board.
3: Right. We need a whiteboard. We need a we're going to we're going to need a
0: whiteboard before football season. I'm telling you we need a whiteboard. Yeah, we got to keep a record of this
1: you're right. Football season is going to get interesting. Oh,
0: it's coming. It's coming. I'm telling you right now, yeah, we're going to need something right there. I need it. Oh, we're going to need a chalkboard it from that. We're going to need it. I'm already two units deep into this. You guys are behind. <laughs> I think you need to have a chalkboard that we can lower from the ceiling. Exactly. Well, a, pull again. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> a pull down. Yes. A pull down.
3: Yes. Along with a map comes, of
0: some sort. It comes yeah. up out the middle of the table. Hey, I bought a roll down map for my classroom. It was the best $20 that I've ever spent at a garage sale. <laughs> and I pull that sucker down daily. I find a way to work it into every lesson. And at the end of the year, uh, the kids are like, hey, Mr. Cunningham, you going to take down the deal? I was like, yeah, I'm. I'm leaving it up. I'll see you next year. Come by. Look at the map. <laughs> yeah, know where you're at, <laughs> yeah. kids. kids. Kids nowadays don't even know what a map is. They don't even know. It's wild. I called man. somebody Magellan the other day. They didn't even know what it was. They were lost. Oh, come man. on. I was like, come on. <sighs> they're definitely not going to get all my Ponce Daily on jokes. Hey, done. if it doesn't come on the little magic rectangle, they don't get it. They don't understand it. Oh my Anyhow, God. So moving John, on. John Utah Cabot today.
1: jokes. They're dead.
0: all right
1: (laughs) MLB trade rumors Brewers and Mets that's usually the team is involved when I see a trade rumor Milwaukee would be smart to go get a bat or two the Mets are now in a full-on pitching emergency already going into the season they were without DeGrom he's reportedly healing there's no timetable set for his return and that they could survive because they still had Scherzer but now Scherzer is down Mm -hmm. with an oblique strain if you've ever strained or pulled an oblique you're you're done. You're not doing anything. You're not getting cereal out of the cabinet, let alone throwing sneezy. a pitch. Yeah. No, you're not you're not doing anything pain free. So I mean <clears throat> that timetable could be who knows. I mean that, that's a thing that could pop up again. You know, people are saying it's early, they shouldn't be too concerned yet, but I think it's time to panic in New York. And Milwaukee. Benintendi, <laughs> I read Benintendi is in a bit of a slump, which the Royals aren't happy about. That's not what you want in a dude who you're trying to deal right now. The uh, let's see. Oh, the, Oh, look at that. The Orioles are 16 and 24. They must have won yesterday.
0: Getting closer to the magic number. We're closing in.
1: The Mets are still in first place, 26 and 14, comfortably by seven and a half games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the Phillies have not really started to play well yet. And the you know, Braves could do something too. Yeah. So I don't know. Oblique is is sketchy. I don't know if Chris. Do you think the Brewers are going to pick anybody up, or are we happy with our team and we're just waiting for dudes to start hitting the ball? Keston hit a walk off the other day, didn't he? I was pissed. Shout out my bookie for not allowing you to get in live bets fast enough. <laughs> I didn't get to. I didn't get to put that one in, but. Keston looked. is he hitting the ball again I haven't been watching
4: <laughs> what is his average I'm going to check so I think that the Brewers uh I think they like where they're at and if no moves are made they're okay they feel good if the guys just are just gonna have to settle in and start batting it's okay not to bat yeah, right now May. you know yeah. last year we peaked and then and then come September we fell on our face and that's that sucks, but we looked really good in June, July, and coming into that last of August, I was like, oh, it doesn't... We started a slump there. that So we peaked, and then the Cardinals started peaking right at the right time, so it, it's a timing issue. Um, I like our, I, I like the team.
1: Oh, he's got three I know dingers. The,
4: uh, we have two Cubs fans down there that like the team, too. I mean, they have to. It's a good team. It's the best Easy. team in the Central, Easy. I think. Easy. <laughs>
0: Easy. Easy, Johnny yeah. May. <laughs> let's not go let's put away the anointing oil just yet okay how long can we still say it's early (laughs) well hey uh, uh, till the all-star break (laughs) (laughs) then after that i start talking about next season yeah i know
4: (laughs) when you're still trotting out brandon brandon and uh uh, woodruff and corbin burns and devin williams and josh Hader and, and and hauser i mean you always have a shot cousins and then uh devin you know these are the some of the the best pitchers in the major leagues not just the central or the. they just had a
1: guy get popped for peds like five minutes after he got called up i forgot what his name was they had to send him back down or (laughs) suspend him i'm not sure what they did while we're on baseball coach you're gonna gonna (laughs) 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 gonna not gonna play here anymore Orioles walk off the Yankees. There's something that hasn't been said since I don't I don't even know since old Mickey Mantle was playing for him. First walk-off home run in three years for the Orioles. Anthony Santander. It looks like, like it, it looks like it's spelled Santander, like a yokel might pronounce Santana, but it's Santander. I like that. Anyway, he put one over the left field wall for yet another. Baltimore victory now they are in last place in the east but they're now 16 and 24 10 and 10 at home a perfect 500 at home which is a surprise considering expectations coach you got to be feeling great about this baseball bet we got going I'm gonna have to make this ground up in football season I'm calling this a loss
0: I'm I'm telling you right now I'm feeling phenomenal about it um (laughs) you know I I feel like uh I'm I'm pretty certain that we're going to win it's just by what how number what the number is going to be um i mean we're, we're making a world series run it's pretty clear <laughs> it's our <laughs> pretty year clear. pretty clear uh, everyone knows it. everyone knows it um you know the the santon bomb for WWE people that that was hit the other day amazing um just expect more Some of those great footage just of ex- that thing. just expect more of those that's that's the winning way and that's how we do it at Camden. It's going to be awesome. Get on board We're now. About to Get your Orioles here before they sell out. I should be getting a cut. You're welcome Orioles. Um but uh yeah, yeah, I you you've lost this bet already. I I just don't know what Orioles, the number's going to be.
1: Orioles are 16 and 24, the Red Sox 17 and 22. So, they're coming for you Boston. Red Sox, unbelievably disappointing this year. <laughs> I mean, they're supposed to be a good baseball team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They are not. Let's see who they got. Oh, they got, the, they got the Rays tomorrow. The Orioles do. Then one against the Yankees. What are these one-gamers? We're Enough not
0: scared hang-ups. of the Yankees anymore. Those and days
1: then Friday, Saturday, and Monday, Memorial Weekend, a three-game series against the Red Sox where they most likely overtake second last place. Am I, am I, am I moving towards the
0: bandwagon? Am I, I think I'm, I'm starting to get excited about this Orioles team with you. Coach. I'm I'm telling you, um, you know, it's, I'm going to send you some gear pretty soon. Uh, we may be getting some calls from the greater, uh, Maryland area, <laughs> Aaron, you know, <laughs> the hotline, the hotline yeah. will be lighting up all of you. Uh, you know crab cakes and baseball—it's what we do. <laughs> yep. Hey,
1: they—they'll—they'll they'll send you some of those frozen famous crab cakes.
0: So. You know, I—I'll be I, honest with you—I've had them there and, there, and Good and and I was a fan. I—I uh, we don't get many crab cakes on the beaches of Lake Overholser here in Oklahoma, so <laughs> we—it uh, <laughs> was a little bit different from my from my a uh, little bit of a delight for my palate when I went out there. Um, that's a great area. Yeah, coastal people don't understand the struggle of having to look at the packaging
1: in the Midwest and make sure that your seafood is from somewhere reputable and not, you know, the floodwaters of Bangladesh or (laughs) something. Well, and let's be honest. know, after Katrina,
0: I didn't buy shrimp for years. Well, and peel and eat shrimp are a pain in the ass anyway. (laughs) Why would you peel? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow...
1: Oh man! Here's a fun story that we got in the out of nowhere in the middle of May. A salacious story is shook loose from the college football okay. world. Nick Saban is mad because Texas A&M they beat them last year, didn't they? The Aggies. Oh yeah, beat yeah, they did. Yeah, and now he has what everyone agrees to be the number one recruited class down there. Jimbo Fisher does, and rather than work harder. Well, Saban broke the code. He came out and said in plain English that Jimbo Fisher, quote, bought every player using name, image, and likeness (laughs) deals. Saban is... Such an asshole for this yeah, that is. Jimbo Fisher actually called a press conference just to say it into microphones what an asshole Saban truly is. He did not hold back. He said he's despicable. He called Nick Saban a narcissist. And then, of course, he played the what about all these poor 17-year-old kids card. But the headline here is that Sabin violated every code these guys have. I don't know if they call it La Cocha Nostra or something like that, yeah. <laughs> but you don't say words like that, especially when you've got bodies in your basement just like this guy. Yeah. I can't <clears throat> wait to see what happens next.
2: <laughs> well, also what Jimbo said, and and he was just like, well, talk to anybody who's worked with uh, Nick Saban. They'll tell you. They'll tell you how he yeah. runs his business. Like, very much like, oh, oh are we doing this? Okay, well, let's, let's look into your closet, and uh, my favorite – ancillary thing that was going on with this was my boy Lane Kiffin kept retweeting (laughs) and putting popcorn emojis and he's just like, Oh, let's watch it. So he's just stirring the pot. I love that. Yep.
1: Lane Kiffin's got a lot to say about NIL lately and all this stuff. It's, it's interesting. I just can't believe. And, and actually, Jimbo's in in a unique position because he coached, he worked for Nick Saban. A lot of these other guys haven't, uh, Dabo was going to, I know Nick Saban tried to get him, but he had a good thing going at Clemson at the time he stuck around there. So if it's somebody who worked for him saying, Hey, you know, go dig up his backyard. There's something to that. Like, I can't believe he did this. The things that guy asked me to do. yeah <laughs>
0: hey that, yeah. that deal that deal is so crazy because when you when you take a step back and it's never too early to talk about college football let's talk nope. about the SEC in general and how many huge personalities are in the SEC I mean the SEC mm. coaches just on their own could have their own podcast and I would tune in every week because it it just is a round more. table of huge personalities and uh I I honestly man I when when I saw that I got Really excited because I knew you know that was going to draw some heat from a lot of areas that people that don't usually get involved in that are going to be all about it. Um I, I don't know if Jimbo's right in the whole Saban deal, and and here's why. Um let's not forget that Saban also, in the same breath, kind of runs an old folks' home for uh beat up football coaches. I mean, mm. uh, you know, I, w- I and here's why I would I say that. Go to Bill O'Brien and ask him ask ask what you yeah. think about him. Go to go to you know Mike Stoops. These guys have gone to Alabama, Who have been
1: fully rehabilitated and, and, through and, and the anybody, Nick Saban car wash.
0: Anybody that gets their ass fired for not doing well, they seem to go back into the Saban car wash and they spend a year down there in Alabama, and then all of a sudden they're rebranded in are they're hot again. Lane and Kiffin. Sarkeesian. Yeah, Sarkeesian, Kiffin. Sar- I mean, all of these guys. Um, Look, man, Sar- didn't Sark get drunk and get left at the airport? Absolutely. I, I mean, he well, was as yeah. out
2: as you could be. He <laughs> got drunk and tried to do some sort of fundraising event. Or no, it was a pep rally. He got drunk before a pep rally. Yeah. Uh, and that was a that separate gets occasion. you fired these days. Yeah. That was a
1: separate <laughs> occasion.
0: They left him at the airport because the loss was so bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. He uh yeah. I mean, this this is this is this is kind of going out there. Um, you know, say Saban fired the first shot across the bow. Fisher came back at him. It's a deal. Um the NIL deal has, will be involved. The the NIL deal has literally made the college football the wild west of everything. I think we talked about this on our last show, but man, it's it's gonna be nuts and the accusations and the things that get thrown out. I'm like Man, get your popcorn, because because now, like like Chris was saying earlier, you're gonna you're gonna have these guys rolling out things from the closet about different you know uh, recruits and stuff from the past because it's not it's not illegal now. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we, they were talking about it on local sports radio this this week. The NIL deal is so jacked up. You know that how many schools got put on probation for Hartley Dykes, uh, the Oklahoma State receiver. I mean, he they they literally got put on. I want to say there was five or six of them that got put on probation, and, and Oklahoma State was the worst. But uh, these guys are getting, you know, that got got just murdered. I mean, for things that are going on right now and are acceptable. Um, yep. You know, the it's just it's just crazy to me how no one has gotten a hold of this. And and I I do I want to see them. I want to see them go into the archives and roll out. Well. You remember when we paid, you know, uh, this oh, guy or that guy. And that's coming. They're, that's that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Jimbo got
1: personal. He said, I don't cheat, I don't lie. I learned that when I was a kid. If you did, your old man slapped you side of the head. Maybe somebody should have slapped him, he says. Oh, uh, and some people I gotta, people, <laughs> I, I gotta some call Some people bullshit think they're God. Yeah, He says, go dig dig into how God did his deal. You may find out about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. We build him up to be a czar of football. (laughs) Go dig into his past or anybody who's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want.
2: And on top of that, they're like, have you talked to him? He's like, well, he called me. But I ain't answering. <laughs> yeah. I hit delete on his ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's gotten really petty. I love it. Oh, it's uh, Dion
1: Sanders said the same thing. Cause he brought, somebody brought yeah. up uh, a Jackson, Jackson
2: steak.
0: guy. Uh, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Dion said, no, I'll, Uh, we'll handle this in public. If you want to say shit about me in public, then we'll, we'll work this out in front of everybody. Well,
0: and and let's be honest. No, no better (laughs) example than Deion Sanders as to the, the shadiness of college football when they were in the, if he is sounding the alarm. Yeah. You guys remember what a recruiting fiasco that was to try to get that guy. I mean, Nope. I was too young. Well, let me just tell you, it was, and, and, it, it, Bobby Bowden, I'm sure, sold his soul to somebody to get that guy, but whatever. Yep. Well,
2: rest in peace, Bobby Bowden. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> the old ball coat.
0: <laughs> oh, I guess that's uh, the other Florida guy. Oh yeah, that's furrier. Yeah, oh, yeah. Which what wh- where Spurrier. why we, we need him right now? That guy's awesome. Oh yeah. yeah. He's got plenty to say well, all the time.
1: Well, this sounds like a perfect time for another round of... We need game show music for (laughs) Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? That's right, kids. No more under-the-table McDonald's bags for you. Oh, no, it's all above Mord now. What do you want? Money, clothes, exotic cars, penthouse apartments, your athletic director's wife? Just say the word and ye shall receive on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? This week's contestant, I think, is Nico Ayamalavala? Maybe I'm not a hundred percent sure. It looks like they're protecting this kid. And for good reason, they're about to give him $8 million. This thing is going to escalate to having a GM who works side by side with the athletic director. while basically Mm -hmm. every athlete has representation and money coming in. That's what Lane Kiffin thinks. Anyways, he said that, uh, schools are going to have to have general managers. Essentially, essentially this athletic subscription is really paying off. This is another thing that only the athletic was reporting on Um, a class of 2023 signed an agreement with a school's NIL collective. There's the collective that could pay him more than 8 million by the end of his junior year of college. He'll be paid 350,000 almost immediately followed by monthly payouts escalating to more than 2 million per year. Once he begins his college career, in exchange for making public appearances and taking part in social media promotions and other NIL activities on behalf of the collective or a third party not even on behalf of the school
2: <laughs> an unnamed third party oh my gosh
0: oh my god <laughs> this this just this is a train with no brakes man they they've got to I don't know if they even built all the tracks. Some somebody no. they, they, this is just make make it up as you go and there's no I mean who, who is going to step in at this point and say okay University of Alabama violated this because this guy was given this. They're going to hide under the cloak of the NIL deal and that's going to be it. Yeah. Uh, there's no I don't even know if there is any rule book to this. It's it's just it's making college um professional uh, a, another version you are a of professional, professional now. Yes, absolutely. I saw a deal earlier this week where if you sign to be an athlete at the university of Oklahoma, you're now drawing something similar to a stipend or a salary that equates to be about 50,000 a year. Now Damn. I don't, plus I don't know education plus room and board. I don't know all the details involved in that obviously. And I'm not trying to you know speak out of turn about the university of Oklahoma, but what I'm saying is, this is where we're headed. This is, this is so now when you sign up to be an athlete and get, don't get me wrong. Do, do I feel like that, that those, those athletes deserve some kind of stipend to live off of because they can't have a job. Sure. We've rammed through the the barriers on this deal. And now it's how big a prospect are you? And that's how mm-hmm. much you'll, you'll get paid. And, and it's a free for all on everybody can go out and pay whoever,
4: whatever. It's just crazy. Chris, I, I coach, I feel like this is, uh, it, it's the NFL, but yeah. it's got less rules. Like at least yeah. the NFL's got some fucking guardrails up. This, this we don't have guardrails yet. There's We've none never of that. Done This, this is Billy the Kid, yeah. Doc holiday oh, that's exactly. It's on you, Wyatt. Shit. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> with <laughs>
4: with, <laughs> yeah. With with the SEC, with the SEC, and it's like it's great. Yeah. see what happens. Form. Well, so and, and you have these
0: bold Shut personalities as as head coaches, you know, throwing throwing grenades at each other, trying to blow each other up to put them off the scent when they're all doing the same thing. I mean, let's be honest. Every school over there is doing the same thing because if you're not, you're not going to compete. You're not going to. John, are we moving towards a world where these
1: third-party unnamed collectives are running college football instead of the
2: NCAA? Could be, for sure. I mean, um, they obviously can't change the rules or anything because that's the one thing that the NCAA does have a a stranglehold on. Uh, But, yeah, you're (laughs) – there's no telling to what power that they can start to dictate certain things. And the funny thing about Nick Saban doing this is he's a smart guy and it seemed like a really uncharacteristic misstep because it was very clear that he was at a fundraiser and then complaining about another school paying for players. And it's like, well, what's your point? Do you need more money from the people in the room or you, you want less money or what are you doing? And Dion even called that out and said, uh, you know, you're just using me to get more funds from the people in the room that you were talking to. And and so the people in that room, I I guess I'm just thinking out loud, what kind of power do they have? I mean, if you have all that cash, what are you going to do with it? I mean, I guess lure in all the players. But I mean, do you think uh, I mean, I, I just think about the moves of Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC and stuff. You know, they're kind of building this huge party in the sec that is just kind of bastardizing the rest of the conferences that's been happening under the radar for all these years. And now it's just out in the open. So I don't have a good answer for that. I just, it's all, it's going to be really messy. And, and we're just hearing about cars and money now. I mean, when is it going to get into like hookers and drugs? Cause that's property. Those all go together. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like, it looks it's, like,
1: it looks like they're circumventing it entirely and, and existing separate from the NCAA. This lawyer who drafted the contract um, to review and verify, in exchange for keeping the players and collectives' identities anonymous, he says that whatever casual sports fans or coaches think student athletes are earning from collectives, they're undershooting it by ten x. As per NCAA rules, the contract explicitly states. And, John, this will be your language. Nothing in this agreement constitutes any form of inductment for the athlete to enroll at any school and or join any athletic team. There is no mention of any specific university, only that he be enrolled at an NCAA member institution and a member of the football team at such institution. Is this just fancy language to pay them even if they're not at school? Or what is this? (laughs) Oh, it's to avoid any of NCAA's rules touching.
2: Yeah, you. but there's there's obviously a a guy from call it Ohio State saying you're gonna go to Ohio State. And the, or, you know, honestly, it could just be like money laundering. Like not even have to do with college sports. <laughs> it could just be money laundering. <laughs> it could be drug money
1: yeah, this could be just college football Ukraine going on, and if you-
2: we find if we find a college football player who winds up dead because he stumbled wrong the wrong information in the slush fund because it's actually just Coke money, <laughs> then that'll blow the top off everything. And i I can see that being a story. I mean, I just made that up, and there's no backing to it. But you can't tell me that all the movers and shakers that don't even care about college sports see an opportunity. And the sharks just smell blood in the water, and they're like, "Oh, okay, so there, you can just be a third party and a collective." All right, well, don't ask where this money's coming from, but it's it's flowing through here, and it's getting clean somewhere. And you're going to have my buddy's friend. Every
4: sketchy dude in a yeah. suit is there.
2: And I'm just wondering, like, if I were a drug dealer um, and I had all that cash, I would be funneling. funneling- Funneling it through a collective, uh, I would find some patsy who's like, "You're going to get an nil deal for eight million dollars. You're going to keep twenty thousand of it, and you're going to give the rest to me." Ooh, listen to
1: this! Uh, like you're
2: just oh, going to get a finder's fee, uh, yeah. and you're not going to get any of that. But you're gonna you're gonna clean it and give it back
0: to me. Well, and and it's it's not only not only casually. that, John, but what about this? You know, here here's what you're going to do. I'm going to sign the. I'm going to sign you to this deal. For the next four years, whether you make it big or not, and you know, in I'm going to call you periodically, and you're going to shave points, or you're going to, you know, you're going to do anything, anything that I ask yeah. you to do. That's you. a big yeah. deal. Well, whatever, whatever or we even, tell
4: you.
1: or even repay the money in one draft version of another deal. The Athletic reviewed. The collective agreed to pay an athlete 1.5 million across two years, but could quote from time to time. Ask for repayment of that money plus a 10% commission at expenses, even if the agreement were to be terminated. <laughs> Man, that is terrifying, quite frankly, said Malik S. Jackson, a Florida-based attorney who works in the NIL space. That was a terrible provision. And if that's put in, that's a sign the collective is not athlete centric. It can't be. Are we
4: loan sharking now? That's what, what that the sounds fuck? like. Straight yeah, up yeah, like the, the predatory fuck? predatory cash check or check cashing place on the corner, but on a different level. Yeah, and those are, are even more regulated now, but yeah, that sounds, that sounds
2: really shady. Um, and since it's all new, it hasn't been, things haven't gone to courts. There hasn't been any precedent set. So people are just signing, signing their name to contracts. Yeah. And
1: you know, Yeah. These guys are worried. These kids are signing without even having an attorney go over it first,
4: which I'm sure oh has gosh. happened multiple times. And then with all the oh. political stuff going on in the world, the masses oh, just aren't scared. paying attention. That's on the back. That's way back burner. Still I haven't burner.
1: heard the word repayment yet. That's the first <laughs> I've seen of that. Oh,
2: so we Patriot Sports needs to be boots on the ground somewhere, getting a documentary ready to roll in 2023.
0: Hey, this this does not this, this sounds like it's a 30 30 that writes itself.
4: You know, absolutely. It's just like going to be the new version of Vinny Testaverde and all those guys when they did that that last one. Go uh, athletes that go broke yeah. or whatever. Oh, thank you. And they talked about oh the you.
1: Well, since we're on football, let's check out these NFL Christmas games. I really like what Roger Goodell did here. It's uh, this is like there will be blood. He's drinking the NBA's milkshake just because he can on Christmas, no less. I kind of respect it. It's got some George Washington vibes. Um, <laughs> listen to the Christmas schedule this year. Pa- Packers at Dolphins. I don't know. You think the Miami Heat might have a Christmas game? Broncos at Rams. Uh, does LA have a basketball team? Buccaneers <laughs> at Cardinals. I think the Phoenix Suns play in in Arizona. He's just like stomping on their Christmas <clears throat> games.
2: Nobody's. And this is the equivalent of bitch. You thought <laughs> like you're not watching <laughs> basketball today. <laughs> yeah,
1: you better look at the curb when Roger Goodell rolls by.
4: Yeah, jeez. He, he is big digging <laughs> yep. them straight up. Big digging them. Dude. He is Elon Musk in them. Yeah. And in his
1: little voice that he has, he's probably like, oh, I didn't, oh did you guys have game schedules? Yeah, well, the schedules are somewhere. determined
4: years
2: in oh. advance, and it just so yeah, happens a that it falls on the holidays. Guy, but, and, uh, yeah, we looked into it, and, and it was above board. Yeah.
0: We, oh, found we, <laughs> we, we, we found that we did nothing wrong. We found that our internal investigation—we yeah. investigated <laughs> ourselves came back. and find that we we did nothing. We wrong.
1: looked into it, and it turns out the best <laughs> league to show games on Christmas. You're not going to believe this. It's us.
2: <laughs>
1: I know. What are the odds? Uh,
0: <laughs> so good.
1: Oh, uh, did you hear about the the? Did you hear about the Bahamas trip that the Cleveland Browns offense is on right now? Deshaun Watson chartered an exclusive um, luxury. Let me see Mm -hmm. what uh, a private jet for about 30 of his offensive teammates to the luxury resort in Nassau for three or four days at the Atlantis. They're going to work out. They're going to bond as a team. They're going to, you know,
0: Smoke you a not little going.
1: doobage, hang out on the beach, <laughs> just bond, man. Be boys. Is Baker there?
3: let me
1: see. No, you know what? He's not on the on the guest list. That turns out he's back in
2: Ohio. <laughs>
1: wow! Wow! He must be redecorating that that stadium there. He's, he's got still
2: a... wandering around looking for Oof. fans.
1: This is smart because if. If he comes back up here and gets suspended or plays like shit, he hasn't played since the Trump administration, you know, these guys are gonna might start thinking, hey, maybe Deshaun's not all we thought he would be. Fuck this guy. But no, they're gonna be thinking about what a great time they had at Atlantis and how all Baker does is complain.
2: Well, this that has the vibes of uh you got divorced and you're picking your kids up and you're like. We're going we're going to Disney World. Uh, yep. I need I need you guys to forget about the main things I said to your mom. You
1: heard she's taking yeah, and him out. So you're court. taking him to Disney World.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's like it's very transparent. He's just kissing up to his yep. offensive players. I did see that he supposedly hit a birdie that looked very staged uh, on the golf course cuz he took him golfing. Um how many spa jokes are there going to be? <laughs> um, hushed behind his shoulders and, and, oh, you know, man. Uh, yeah, there's that, but then also all the other quarterbacks are like, come on, dude, like I'm not doing that. Well, don't do that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I bought my offensive line scooters and they were
2: happy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hang out with these guys in the Bahamas.
1: <laughs> it's also a smart move after getting a record breaking deal. Now they're not going to be pissed. That's while, true. And it's guaranteed you got all the
2: money. And and if they were smart, they would uh, they would try to make light of all of it and do like a funny uh, homoerotic Top Gun on the beach uh, volleyball yeah, maybe scene. They'll, montage. Maybe they'll recreate the
1: uh, the Giants boat picture with what he's <laughs> and everything. Coach, <laughs> yeah. how do you think Baker is handling this? Is he at home right now just stewing? Scrolling
0: Instagram, looking at the pictures. You know, it seems like every no matter what we do on this show, we I always tried. get back to Baker. I tried It's Baker and Baker Barbecue show. We should get shirts made that say <laughs> Patriot Sports. It's Baker and Barbecue. Actually, uh, the next do. thing on the list is is barbecue. Well, there and you go. Uh, no, he <laughs> the big talk on sports radio this week was how he was moving his moving his youth camp from Ohio to to back to Oklahoma. You know. Um, beloved baker wow. here i i he's, and, and he's really
2: washing his hands of ohio pretty
0: pretty much anything that has to do with ohio he's trying to hit the train and get out of there um that, that's just like you said it's a it's a bad divorce where you pick up your kids and see another car in the driveway and then things get real bitter real quick seen it a million times so uh, <laughs> yeah, or um, at the at the local mcdonald's exactly that's the, uh exactly. neutral point so, some 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 mystery guy shows up to drop your kids off with your ex, and things get a little awkward. So that's that's what's going on here. Only the mystery guy happens to be Deshaun Watson, and he's pretty good. So uh, no, I I was not shocked that he did decline the invitation to attend. I, he, they've got it. They've got to. <laughs> the more I, the more this goes on, the worse it gets, and we we keep beating this drum. But is this not the most Cleveland thing ever? to just let this drag out and be bitterly ugly to the point where everybody is just exhausted with it. I mean, trade him mm-hmm. do something. Let's move on. This is uh this is just a saga that just keeps getting uglier and uglier and I don't know. The 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 big topic is is, you know, uh what was uh today uh, yesterday I saw the Panthers were Panthers were not ruling out the fact that they were going to make a trade again. And you know, the the Seattle talk has kind of gone cold with Baker. They just got to figure it out, man. He, and if you're his agent right now and his PR person, (laughs) you're not just going, Hey man, I need you to just go on a vacation and not tell anybody for about a month. And let's figure this out and make some moves and stop talking Mm -hmm. to anybody
1: um maybe that's who told him to reestablish his roots down in Oklahoma uh, go down
0: there do a youth camp get some stuff well, going maybe on. maybe but that, that's that's an ugly situation idea. and it just feels like the longer that it goes on the worse it's gonna get mm, and it's true what was it uh you know he he somebody came out and said he's a baller and he'll be fine or something like that I, I'm trying to remember who it, who it was that I read earlier this week said that but you know, he has got it. they got to get him some new. He's got to get a change of venue, a change of scenery. I mean, he's got to he's they've got to he's got to reinvent himself somewhere else and in in a true Baker fashion. I I you know, I hope it happens for him because you know, he he is a you know, he he is a dynamic player in in the right situation. Uh he really is. And and you know, I wish him well, but I, that Cleveland deal is clearly not going to be it and it just, it's just ugly. Some
1: notes, some show notes, some updates, just to let you know we haven't forgotten about a couple of things. We have bitten off a lot with this thing, making it a podcast slash network slash business. That has been hectic, but we want to remind everyone that we are doing a Father's Day episode with a few dads in the Patriot Sports family. And Chris is going to win the backyard barbecue contest on September 4th. Don't you worry. Father's Day is Sunday, June 19th, so we'll record that episode Saturday, the 18th. I want to get uh, tentatively Shaq Wallen on here. He's a brand new dad. I want to get Chris McMinn on here, Madison's dad. And then we were talking about, Chris and I were talking about possibly getting my brother-in-law on here because he's just the daddest dad either one of us know. Um, it's going to be very dad-centric. We're going to talk about cargo shorts, grilling, fishing, raising <laughs> kids, when to beat them, when not to, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then um september 4th that's got to be labor day weekend me and chris are going to be out there i'll be i'll be carrying stuff and helping i'll take that wireless mic out there and start fucking with the competition and then you can be over there just barbecuing and, and winning the contest that's just going to be a whole day of eating barbecue and i can't wait coach you might want to come up here for that one
0: yeah i definitely
4: watching barbecue watching us barbecue will be like watching grass grow
1: you yep. just stick it yeah, in it's,
4: there. It's a, it's a, you got to be there maybe for it. Some maybe, some, maybe some games oh, yeah. and some taxes. I'm gonna going to be
2: walking
1: around yeah. with the microphone harassing the competition and finding out their secrets.
2: <laughs>
4: getting
1: maybe up. drop a little.
4: Maybe drop a little. Uh, Chris, are you going to be going over there taste <laughs>
1: testing everything? Find out what they're working with here. Drop a little vinegar where it's not supposed to be, maybe. Hey,
4: no, we wouldn't do that. Hey, When is that? September the 4th. Besides putting some meat yeah. on John's bones, we had to get him up yeah. here and get him some ribs. I had ribs last pork week. Pork loin, some bologna.
2: Right after a tor- terrible round of golf, I had uh, had some ribs. How'd oh, bad. But, I, you know, I heard Mercury's in retrograde, so I just blame it on that.
1: Oh, that's what it is for sure, dude. Oh,
2: no. Yeah. We played this hole. This whole, um, pulling up. It's the ninth hole. Uh, I'm already hungry for a hot dog. And we see the sign that says you are now entering the gauntlet, the four hardest holes in all of Colorado. <laughs> mm, <my God.
4: laughs> Sweet. Oh, no I guess I I'll get out my it. dirtiest ball. Hey how, much, <laughs> <laughs> hey, how much snow? My brother oh, just sent me a picture here. that he, there's 15 inches of snow on his desk, <laughs> on his deck right now. in We just got Colorado. kind of a dusting
2: here in Denver, but it is, uh, slowing down the works. I got a, uh, food delivery that is taking way too long right now because what'd you order of this no. angry? what'd you order yeah tell us about it chick-fil-a week chick-fil-a yeah well that's my <laughs>
1: that's
2: my that's my guilty pleasure
1: we don't have one close enough but the new culver's it has signage oh, yeah. let's
2: hear it about looks, this new culver's
1: it looks real close our old one burned down our high schools high day. schoolers
2: collecting outside of it yet
1: only the good ones. I mean, they hire the most polite, most responsible high schoolers. They're the best. They run to you with the bag. Eric. Minus five degrees, they're running out there with the bag. 94 degrees, they're out there running your burger to the car.
0: I got a, qu- I got a nothing question. Nothing but good things to say about Culver's. Got a, got a question. You know, you, you guys being a Culver's fan, uh, either one of you, Eric or John, ever eaten at a Brahms? No. No. Never heard of
2: it. Jesus Never Bryce. heard of
0: it. Che- what Brahms? Brahms that doesn't sound appetizing. Well, let me just tell hey, you. You ever eat it? You ever eat it? Glucks. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Hey, you'll change your. You'll change out to your shawls? thinking. <laughs> Brahms ice cream and dairy stores. And let me just tell you, <laughs> it's amazing. I'm not kidding you. I wouldn't steer you wrong. I'm Googling it. If you tell me a food is good, I believe it. Hey, it is. Let me tell you something. (laughs) I've been to Culver's and Culver's looks like, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna compare it here. Uh Brahms, Brahms is the Rolls Royce of ice cream. And, and Culver's is, is like, uh, I don't know, a Pontiac Fiero. 15 to 20 different flavors of ice cream there at any time you want. Um, Nice. And they will build you any um, sort of Sunday or whatever. Anyhow, not an advertisement for Brahms, but I'm just telling you, if you like the Culver's, um, Cul- it, it'll make you kick Culver's to the curb.
3: Look at that. I'm sure All that,
0: right, I, back to sports. I'm sure they didn't do that on purpose.
1: No, that's good stuff. The Bears wide receiver room has to be a practical joke. It's like they found the worst sports time machine ever, or they're starting some kind of wide receiver rehabilitation center. Their current wide receivers in Chicago are Darnell Mooney, who I like. He's by far mm-hmm. their best. He's good. Byron Pringle, possibly in jail right now. Not yeah. sure. Um, Equinemius St. Brown. I know firsthand that guy's not very good. Dante Pettis. Didn't know he was still in the league. Uh, 49ers washout who he pissed off the coach and all of a sudden didn't play anymore. So Daz Newsome. Now you're just, that's a guy who used to hang out with too short. That's not a real guy. And some dude named Chris Finky. What is that? And I really don't have room to talk because our wide receiver room is fucking Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Randall. Cob- the, you know what? Now that I think about it, the NFC North might just have the worst wide receivers. Diggs is gone. Oh, uh, is Jamison Williams a top five receiver in the division right now? Wow. I wanted to make fun of the Bears, but now I'm getting sad about my
4: team. <laughs> <laughs> Do they still have Adam Thielen over there in the, to the <laughs> West of did, us, right? Minnesota? Yeah, he's all right. He's pretty good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He'd be one Jefferson Mooney. Jameson Williams is healthy Is a top five receiver in the division. I think. Oh my God. And the AFC West is over there just doing push-ups, waiting to score 500 points a game. We could be. Are we going to be back to the Super Bowls where one team wins 55-3? to I don't know. If the wrong team comes out of the NFC, it could be ugly. Byron Pringle, equipment is St. Brown, Dante Pettis. Yikes. I was excited about the Bears. I actually put uh, $10 American on the Bears to win the division at plus 925, just in case something happens to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah.
3: <laughs> wow. You
4: never know. never know. Yep.
1: Wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah. I'll I'll take been, that right now. I've been trying to sell. Uh, <laughs> I've been telling Chris how much I like the Bears
4: lately. Hey, we have got units flying around. Hey, we have got to get right now. Bears. I'll take
0: that all day long. I'll take. <laughs> I'll take the. I'll take any bet you want to make against. That's the like bears. an
1: in case of emergency break glass. If something happens to Aaron Rodgers, or if we really need a Devontae Adams.
0: Yeah. No. Then.
1: That, is Minnesota going to win the division? Maybe. Is De- is Detroit <laughs> definitely not. So, we're down to we're down to Minnesota or the Bears. Is this the worst Chicago sports have ever been? That is my question. The Blackhawks 82 and 28 last year, which sidebar, I'm all the way back in on hockey. I won $74 on the Carolina game last night. I had so much fun watching um the Hurricanes Rangers game last night. I am all the way back in on hockey. Blackhawks, eighty-two and twenty-eight last year, almost dead last in the conference. They had the same number of wins as the last place Coyotes, but win percentage kept them out of the basement. Bulls, forty-six and thirty-six. They had a cup of coffee in the playoffs, but Giannis smacked it out of their hand. Happy birthday to the ground. Cubs yep. are currently fifteen and twenty-three. The White Sox are supposed to be good. They're nineteen and nineteen with that staff. That's,
2: kind <clears> of that's a, a disappointment. huge disappointment. Yeah, and you, you need to restate the Blackhawks are 28 and 42, <laughs> not 82 and 28, but just to oh, let 20, that sink in.
1: 28 and 42. I must have written down. A- you did a uh,
2: games played, but um, ah, Blackhawks, Blackhawks <laughs> were a dumpster fire all year. Fire their coach had a huge um, about face with their whole sexual assault of a player uh, the White sox uh, I, I oh, that's right the White Sox are a dumpster fire right now in the fact that they're just way under expectations uh I don't think they have the right manager in place the Cubs are in rebuild uh the Bears are in rebuild the Bulls are a uh, disappointment largely because of injuries but also just because they couldn't perform in the playoffs so yeah this is about as this is the lull, but you know it's Chicago so we'll see. Something will spike up here in the next year or two for sure. I'm hoping it's the Bears.
1: Yeah, you're a major market. So you have that going for you. Once the once Rogers leaves and the Packers suck, we just suck, I think. So we we don't have anybody like, hey, don't you want to play in Green Bay? It's a major media market. No, that's not no, that's not happening. Mm -hmm.
2: I, you know, I think the White Sox will turn it on. I think their talent will eventually start to produce, and they'll be. though I think they'll make the playoffs. But yeah, they uh, this yeah, it's been a pretty rough stretch here here this uh, calendar year for the uh, Chicago sports franchises.
0: You know, you you brought up the NHL, man. What a poorly piss poor marketed sport that is. I mean, oh, that, man. That, it's that, so fun to watch. They're in the heat. They're in the heat of the playoffs right now. And, and, and you can't even, I mean, the, the average sports fan can't name three, three, three teams that are in the playoffs. And, uh, and that's terrible. I mean, they, they're a terribly marketed. Anyhow, uh, the NHL right now is, 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 should, should be on everybody's plate, but they, they're not, it's not.
4: Coaches, it's, fa- it's fast paced. There's fighting. It's great. It's on ice. Yeah. There's sticks. Why? The fans are rabid. The ones that are there, the hockey fans, they're into it. Why can't that be a major sport? It's all marketing. They well, fucked that they up. Used, the they,
0: they, hey, they used to say, they used Fury to say,
4: <laughs> <laughs> they used
0: <laughs> to s- say that it was only because it was regional and it was just up north. And that's not true. That can no. that that's not true because That's I, bullshit. Tampa I Bay, Las Vegas, come on. Fran- hockey franchises thrive here in in, in in around this area. I've seen it happen. Even in Oklahoma City. Oh, they they, the they embraced them and it was great. Yeah. But Vegas, oh, I bet, come on, I mean, Tampa, Tampa Bay. There's nothing better Get than than a than a Knights, you know, hockey game. That's awesome. But anyhow, moving on to what you were saying there, Chicago Man, the Cubs are in a rebuild. Um, I I do like, I do enjoy watching them because of so many young young kids that are that I see coming up that have really got a chance to make it. What's your favorite Cubs player right now, John?
2: Suzuki. Well, I love Wilson Contreras, but people are talking that we're not going to resign him.
0: I, I can. Um, I think wisdom Wisdom's going to be a star. Yep.
2: Uh, I still love the professor. I mean, he's God. he's on his. He's circling the drain. Well,
0: he was hard to watch. He was hard to watch. Gosh, yesterday. I was gonna wear my Cubs jersey today. Damn it. I'm gonna tell you right now, he just gave up. He gave up so many home runs yesterday it was it day before yesterday? Oh my gosh. It was yesterday. I was like, come on, man. Anyhow, but I love I love watching them because you never know who they're gonna bring in. And and, and everybody they bring in, I'm like, who's this guy? Well, this guy can play a little bit. That's mm-hmm. they're a good young team. Fun to watch.
2: Yeah hey i'm holding my breath we'll we'll see um and still early
0: it's still early it's still early so before we before we uh move on i got some got some things to tell you guys and that's uh next time i come to you guys uh next next podcast we have i'll be uh headed to the keys headed to headed to uh florida Ooh. i'll be on location um i'm gonna do some uh Little fishing down there. Patriot
1: Sports is everywhere. I'm
0: gonna do a little fishing down there. I'm gonna do a little uh, exploration, see what I can find, and uh, report back to you guys. Hopefully, I have a some sort of photograph with a large, large fish of sorts out of the. Uh,
1: oh yeah, that one with the big forehead.
0: Absolutely, that's Where what are I'm those after. Are delicious. I'm, I need one of those. Bye, bye. What are those called? Uh, well, they actually call Maki, them Maki-maki? They actually call them dolphin, but they're not. They're not like a dolphin like we talked about. It's it's, Boy,
1: they should rework that. They should really (laughs) rebrand.
0: Yeah, we'll cut that out. But yeah, no, I I, I think they actually are Mahi Mahi. No,
1: you always say that and we always leave dolphin (laughs) in. Yeah, Mahi Mahi.
0: Yeah, that's That's, what they are. Very colorful.
1: That's Polynesian for not flipper.
0: There you go. I'll actually... Uh, yeah, I've, I've rented a fishing charter, and I'm going to try to catch one of those guys. Um, And uh, hopefully I report back to you with an amazing uh, amazing accomplishment. So I'm sure you'll be enjoying the culinary delights of the Florida Keys as well. I will. Reporting on those. I absolutely will. I'm going to try, try a little Cuban food. I don't know how that's going to... That that sounds like a time Ooh, Cuban food. sounds like a time bomb for my guts, but I'm going to try it because I love shouldn't be I love all of the uh, international cuisine I can get. I'm, I mean, I'm not I'm not just a uh, one trick pony here. <laughs> so, you live but one time. Have the Cuban food, absolutely. Key lime pie. I will be having that. Mm-hmm. I will probably be reporting back to you guys. With matter of fact, that's going to be on my list. I will have a slice of key lime pie. On our next podcast. Anyhow. Do you want to go back
1: to sports? (laughs) I kind of do. I'd rather talk about key lime pie, though. (laughs) You could buy a lot. Julio Jones and Matt Ryan could buy a lot of key lime pie just with the money they're getting from the Atlanta Falcons. 27% of their salary cap, roughly $56 million this coming year, is going towards the bank accounts of Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. The... Problem is neither one of those guys play for them anymore. I, I'm no corporate finance major, but that that can't be a good business model, John. Well, that can't work it's out not, for them. It's <laughs> not. It's not. <laughs> Final answer.
2: Thanks. I mean, this is what happens. This is this is the kind of stuff the Bears do. Um, but this, when you run a crappy organization, you play just like Texas with coaches, just like all of those. You play. You overpay for players, and then uh, they don't they don't work out. And then you pay for them long after they're gone. It's like a bad divorce.
1: And you just always working from a deficit, paying off the last guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Those Falcons might be bad. They might be all right, though. I've been thinking about that too. Maybe <laughs> I maybe I also bet the Falcons to win the division. I don't Bramy, remember the Eternal Optimist. But I know that Marcus Mariota has some connection with with Brian Edwards. You're going to see me grabbing By- Brian Edwards in the late rounds in the fantasy drafts this year.
0: He's a big, tall guy. I'm a you, sucker
1: for a big, tall guy.
0: You might you might go throw some Mar some some M Ms or some marbles on on the Colts.
1: Oh yeah, we got the Colts for
0: to win the AFC and the Super Bowl. I believe those the a the That's a gym. I, I'm, I'm telling you, there's still tread left on old, um Matty Isis tires
1: especially with that defense.
0: Well, he doesn't need a lot. Well, let's not forget that that's one of the best offensive lines in the league. And, oh, and yeah. and the one year that that he he was, you know, that they made a run, they had one of the best offensive lines. 2015 he was MVP. They, they had one of the best offensive lines in the league. If you give him time, he will produce. Yep. Yep. I think they're going to be very
1: good this year. I the think uh think so to <laughs> Who's the owner, uh, Jim Ursay. I could tell he filmed a short little video on the tarmac after that playoff loss, and you could just tell the way he was talking that Carson Wentz was not long for that city. Like, the first thing he wanted to do when he touched down in Indianapolis was get that guy the hell out of there. Great guy, but uh, not who you want at quarterback. They paid too much for him. It's possible. Now, the old me would say... We paid too much for Jair Alexander, but I've decided that I'm not going to pay attention to salary caps anymore. Jair just signed a new deal to play in Green Bay for the next four years. And for this, he will be paid $84 million. He'll get $31 million for the 22-23 season. His signing bonus, a record for defensive backs, $30 million. He's going to have 42.5 of this stuff in his pocket by the time they play the next NCAA tournament. That's a lot of money, but he's he's quite good at the football. Last year he missed 12 games, but that's not his norm. He started in the previous 3 years he started 11, 16 and 15 games. Only 5 career picks. That surprised me. I thought he had more than that. Um, 44 passes defended, that's a lot. I mean, just the eye test watching this guy play tells you he's he's incredible. But Paying the cornerback sometimes doesn't work out.
0: It it kind of makes me think that that Green Bay has gone in on a change in philosophy and not really sent that out publicly. But have I mean, they are they a YOLO team it, now, like the Rams? No, 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 <laughs> no. Follow me here. They um they last year they kind of got a glimpse of what it's like to play a little defense. And before that they've always just you know relied on Rodgers to keep him in the game and tried to outscore teams mm. and it seems to me like a a little bit of retooling in the front office that somebody stood up and said hey guys what happens what happens if we build a defense that only allows 21 to 28 points a game we 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 could possibly You know, um, win
1: every damn one of
0: them. We could possibly win every game if we could hold everybody to twenty-one to twenty-eight, and all we were asking Rodgers to do is score twenty-eight to thirty points a game. And and somebody in there stood up and said that, and and they went, you know what? This guy may be onto something. And and so what (laughs) they did was they they literally decided that um they were gonna they were going to try to improve up front. The front seven were what especially specifically the front seven defensively and 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 I'll be honest with you I, I like to throw rocks at the at the Packers every chance I can get about their front office moves but I will say they have gotten better in the offseason specifically in defense specifically their defense has improved and and they've made some really interesting moves that that leads me to believe that somebody in the organization decided that when they were going to uh, have a yard sale of offensive assets, that they were going to turn that uh, equity into possibly trying to have a defense that could compete on an elite level. And, And I think that they are trying to do that quietly without really announcing that. And I think that maybe Rodgers again this is this is outside the box thinking and I you know I don't I don't know the guy but maybe maybe that somebody went to him and sold him that hey bud if um if we don't have to have you scoring 35 40 points a game uh, and all you've got to do maybe we can give you these slappies and you can score 28 points and we and we and we win 28 14 28 17 28 21 and and you're in every game in the fourth quarter with a chance to win with Rogers, even when, when you give him a couple of guys from behind the, the wind Dixie, maybe it works. I don't know. Um, it just yeah. seems like a a philosophy that they've gone all in on and the signing of Alexander only, you know, he, he, he is a quality, quality, secondary player. Uh, he's, he's elite. Yeah. Um, and we can you call him, find those, we can call him. Yeah. They, they don't just grow on trees. So, the fact that they, they made a bold statement by going out and and, and and paying him that money tells me there's somebody in the greater state of Wisconsin that believes in defense.
1: I was so pissed when they drafted him over Josh Jackson, too. That tells you what a great GMI would be. <laughs> like, who is this kid from Louisville? You got the best cornerback in college football right there. I was so pissed. And we ended up with both of them. And guess what? Josh Jackson sucked. I can't explain it. Not good at the football. Now, I'm not going to get all worked up about it. It's not my money to spend anyways. I don't care about the Packers' salary cap anymore. That's a decision I made when I read this news because right away I went back to, well, what happens in year three? The NFL salary cap is like Bigfoot. A few people say it's real, but those are mostly people who live in their fears anyway. It's most likely imaginary, and it can't actually hurt you because you'll never encounter it in real life. That's what I keep telling myself. It can't hurt me. It's never going to be here in front of me. All, what is knowing these figures done for me? What Where has it gotten me? All it's done is turned myself and others like me into unwilling thieves of joy. Who cares if we can't afford these guys next year? It's this year. And hell, with every passing year, I get less and less confident that the next one is coming anyway. So what I'm going to do is congratulate this man on his money and move on with my life. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to enjoy call. watching him play here and not say oh, boy, next year when the escalators kick in and they're going to have to cut this guy. I don't work there. However, my job is to watch the game and bet on it.
0: However, it. I will reserve the right to cuss him in week four if he yep. is not performing up to standard. <laughs> and I will yep. and I will bring that back in and I will hit him upside the head with it periodically if he is not performing.
1: Oh, I'll take his annual salary and I'll divide it up by 16. Then I'll calculate how many downs are in a football game. And I'll find out how much he gets paid per down, figure out how many passing, you know, what percentage of them are passing downs, how many times he gets targeted. And yeah, we'll go in on that. He get $54,000 to play this snap and that's how he does it. That's what we'll be doing. A woman in Brazil gave birth to a healthy baby boy at a Metallica concert while the boys played Enter Sandman, and this kid's name <laughs> is not Sandman.
0: Which is crap. I
1: mean, that, yeah. I mean, talk about some walk-up music, though. This woman bought tickets three years ago, so she's a fan, but she failed to do the math before taking part in the horizontal no-sheath lumbata. Fast forward to May eighth, two 2022, and Joyce Figueroa, was sitting in what they described as a special area, probably for handicapped folks and extremely pregnant women. It's at this point, the kid decides he's not going to miss the encore. And he was squirts right out there. Wow. Yeah. She wanted to wait because quote, there were only three songs left while she's in labor. She wanted to wait and finish the concert and go by ambulance. My no. question is kid pops out right there.
0: How's Metallica still touring in Brazil? I can't get them to come to Dallas. I, that blew my mind. <laughs> Crazy! What? What? I can, come, come, come to the Oklahoma City. It's nice. I'll go. I'll bring it <laughs> <in>. we're <laughs> just at a Whiskey Myers
1: concert. Absolutely, concert, I went and saw Whiskey Myers Ooh, at the Metallica. amp
0: last last week. It was awesome.
1: We have a golf show. There's a golf tournament going on right now. I've already won eighty dollars on it. No big deal. Thanks, Rory McElroy. For oh, nice. Leader.
2: Would um, you would you bet to get money off Rory?
1: I bet Rory first round leader. It was like 28 to one. I bet $3 on it. I was just sprinkling $3, $2 here and there. U.S. American. And then I checked this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I start getting text messages like, oh, wow, Rory. am like, all right, here we go. Suddenly mm-hmm. I wake up, I got the crooked green numbers, and we hit a hockey bet. I mean, we're back to rolling. I was down bad. I was starting to look <laughs> I was looking at maybe I was looking at maybe making a deposit this week. Oh it was Ooh. it was not good. The Ooh. Kentucky Derby and then the Bucks just absolutely killed me. Oh, oh, yeah. We're back on the horse now. Shout out Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> Anyways. We love doing sports podcasts so much that we started another one. You can find Plus Money Golf on all of your podcast platforms right next to this one. We're not doing another show just to do one. We have highly qualified people who absolutely love talking golf. It would be criminal not to make this show. We can't afford not to do this, guys. Episode 1 premiered last week, Thursday. And that will be our schedule. Every Thursday morning, you can expect the Adam and Smitty breakdown of that weekend's event. I'm hosting it. I'm more of a train conductor. I just kind of keep it moving down the tracks. I don't really get in there. Golf isn't my specialty, but I am smart enough to know when I'm not smart enough to talk. So I do a lot of that. This coming week, we're looking at the Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial Golf Course in Fort Worth. I'm sure these two have all kinds of angles on which we can get some of this Schwab-level money. Adam is a PGA pro. No big deal. Smitty has been caddying for almost a decade at Aaron Hill's. Ever heard of it? So these two are pretty sharp when it comes to golf. I suggest you tune in. Go ahead, subscribe, etc. Follow them on the Twitter. Smitty is at CSmith8, and Adam is at ACMillerPGA. And then the show is at PSR Golf. They're putting some stuff out there. We're getting some stuff going. All right. Thank you, boys, for showing up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. There are more and more of you all the time. We could not be more appreciative of that. If you enjoy this show, please consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or whatever cool indie platform you're getting us on. I use Podcast Addict. Everything is interaction-based on here. That's how you climb the charts and get noticed. We were 192 on the Apple Top 200 last week. No big deal. It helps a ton if you write some words in there, and honestly, it can be anything. Hey, that host guy is incredible. He's so smart and funny, or tell us who your favorite Bears wide receiver is. It doesn't matter what, what you type in there. As long as the little algorithm bots come by tonight and see some text in there, it's all positive for us. You can follow us at Patriots pod on Twitter, Patriot sports now on Instagram and Patriot sports on Facebook. Don't forget to check out our golf podcast plus money golf and follow those guys. You can find me at PSR host guy on the Twitter and the Instagram. You can find Chris at PSR producer on Twitter and the Instagram. John is too cool for <laughs> social media and coaches refusing to learn another platform other than Facebook. Till next time, be good to each other. Chris, kick the outro music.